this is Podcast Intro. Hey everyone, I'm Johan. Hey, I'm Sean. Hey, I'm Marika. And uh, thanks for joining us, firstly. Um, We are here as the hosts of Podcast and Chill with one aim, and that is to help your dating lives become a little bit easier by hearing how bad ours are. So um, we're all absolutely pathetic when it comes to this stuff, so probably not the best guides along your journey to dating, but we thought we'd start somewhere obvious, and that's embarrassing first dates. And nobody's had more embarrassing first dates than Marika. (laughs) So why don't you start us off? Um, Yes. Well, I have have a lot. I think the one I'll tell is, uh, it's a solid one. It's, okay, it's important to know that I'm not good at flirting. What's your idea of flirting, just so we have a bit of a picture in our minds? Okay, so my, my idea of flirting is having a platonic conversation with a guy and then at any point in the conversation, just kissing him. <laughs> okay, and how often does that work? Like 90% of the time. <laughs> and the other 10%? Um, they make good stories, which is why we're here. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so I'm not... So, so this is one of those 10% then? No, this is a bit of a different story. But um, this, this story, I didn't actually realize I was on a date until two years later. How does that happen exactly? I'll tell you, Sean. Great segue. Uh, <laughs> I'm more curious about the fact that it's taken you two years to recognize that it was a date. Well, the, the only reason I recognize is because um, a few weeks ago, my friend said to me, um, Marika, didn't you go out with Derek that one time? And I was like, no. And she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, tall, handsome Derek. I'm pretty sure you guys went on a date like two years ago. And I was like, no, there wasn't a date. You know, we just, we got coffee. And he paid. And we hung out for a bit. And then we went back to my place. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, no, that's a date. That's Sounds a date. like one to me, to be honest. Well, uh, it does in hindsight. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. So we did go out for coffee. He did pay. And... I was obviously really into stand-up comedy at the time, and I, I said, oh, we could watch some stand-up comedy if you like. <laughs> and that generally works on all the boys? <laughs> I, I just really wanted to, to watch some stand-up comedy, and it seemed rude to just like leave him there. So I was like, do you want to come back to my place and watch some stand-up comedy with me? And, uh, and he was like, yes. Are you sure he wasn't at this point reckoning that it was going to be some, you know, good old <laughs> Netflix and chill? Yeah, that name that we have in no way been been inspired by Netflix, so please don't come checking. Um, well, um, uh, in hindsight, yes, may, maybe he was, but anyway, so he came he came back to to my house, and um, my favorite stand up comedy at the time was Ricky Gervais fame. Have either of you seen that? Yes. Okay. It's very funny. Yeah. No, sadly. Okay. I'll, I'll explain it to you, Johan. It's Ricky Gervais, who, whose comedy is amazing, but so crude, you probably shouldn't watch it with anybody else ever. Let alone on a date. Let alone with somebody you've just met. On a date. And I know that now, Sean. 
just, just, make, just we're providing the advice for everyone else, just in case there's someone exactly like you. I, I feel like the probability is low, but on that chance, now they know. Um. Okay. So so he yeah. So he came back to my place, and I put on Ricky Gervais fame, and after about ten minutes, I suddenly realised this is not the sort of thing. I want to watch with somebody I barely know. But I can't turn it off, right? Because I've committed to the DVD. And it would be rude to. It would be rude to. And, okay, guys, I I haven't lived my entire life yet. But I'm pretty certain that will forever be the most awkward hour of both of our lives. How, exactly? I just... could you, it was the feeling palpable. Could you cut the tension with a knife? It was, it was just so. It was just so uncomfortable listening to um, really crude comedy with somebody you don't know and you want to laugh because I find that funny, but you can't because you feel like they'll judge you. And like, what was the distance in the seating arrangement? Okay, so I was sitting on the couch, and I at points in the in the stand-up, I was laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really take notice of him. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he was sitting on the couch next to me, like, wildly uncomfortable. All right, sort of just enough. folded into himself. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly skeptical that because you have actively invited him back to your place, mm-hmm. he's sitting on your couch. Mm-hmm. I am very skeptical that he did not try to make a move. No, he's a gentleman. You know what I think it is, to be honest? Just hypothetical here. I've asked a girl out for coffee. She said yes. We had a pleasant enough chat. And now, yay, we're going back to her place. And then she gets really, really weird. And I want to leave, but I can't because it's rude to leave because she's just put on a DVD I'm vaguely interested in watching. But she's crazy. So I need to think, well, I've got to at least see to the end of the DVD before I make my move and dip out. I, I, I thought the, uh, what is it, the general consensus is never do crazy. Yeah, well, anyway, I feel like this is a deviation. What happened next? Okay, so I probably should have noticed at this next point that it was a date. Okay, if no other point before then, I should have noticed earlier than two years later. So we... Got through it. Got through it. It's it just it physically hurts to talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this happened to me. Mm-hmm. I made this happen. She's okay. actually cringing. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how he felt. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry, Derek. Um. Okay. So we we stood up. We we went to the door, and oh my god. Okay. Um. We're standing at the door, and. <laughs> He kind of, he brushes my arm, okay, which was nice. And he was like, oh, I, I really like you. I think he's lying. Well, that's hurtful. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I think he was being nice too. Yeah, maybe there's like, oh God, okay, well, I don't know if she's going to cut me now. So how, how best to get out of this compliments? I like you, please don't hurt me. I'm very, I'm very likable, Sean. You don't even know. Okay, so we're at the door and he brushes my arm mm-hmm. and he says, you know, Marika, I really like you. To which I respond, Well, I'm really likable. Pew, 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 pew. Um, for anyone that's listening to this with their ears, which is everyone, uh, those are finger guns. 
I did finger guns. She did finger guns. At my first date. Yeah, so no wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, I don't want to surprise anybody, but he didn't call me back. No. No, and the thing is, I didn't get upset because, because I didn't, didn't know. I didn't know it was a date. I didn't know it was a date. I how didn't. Can, how can you be upset <laughs> over a lovely DVD? Yeah, exactly. Was a good time. Yeah. But when I realized two years later, that's when I got upset that he never called me back. It's such a weird way to think about that whole thing. <laughs> I feel like you're incredibly slow on the uptake. Oh, no feeling about it, Johan. I absolutely am. I, I feel like, though. Um, there's just so many questions I have with that. I'm here to answer them, Sean. Convenient. Um, <laughs> did you ever meet Derek again? Never. You've never seen Derek. What would you do if, like, I don't know, Derek was hiding behind the pot plant in this room? Um, I'd probably never mention that date we had ever. And, and just, just hope he forgot. Just Yeah, just pretend it like never. I mean, he's not going to forget it. It was awful for him. But, you know, I'd pretend that it never happened and maybe he'd never bring it up. Considering this is our first episode, and it's released, and he hears this. <laughs> Andy, phone, please, please message us, Derek. <laughs> Email, text. Um, I'll give you my number if you need it. Uh, you can get us on Facebook or Twitter. Isn't this good promotion, guys? This is very good promotion. Any way you can find us, please, Derek, do what you can to get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Well, have him on the podcast. Yeah, please, come on the podcast. Yeah, I, it, I would love to hear your side of this, Derek. <laughs> what, what do you think, Johan? Yes. It only takes two people to vote this one through. Derek is on as a guest <laughs> if he gets in touch. Uh, Sean, you said you have more questions. I do. I feel like you have a thousand. <laughs> uh, I have too many questions. That's my problem. How about you, Johan? I'm actually pretty good. I, I yeah. none, of, none of that baffles you. None of it. I think it's because we know you. For anyone who doesn't, uh, do you want to go into how this isn't exactly atypical for you, but more of a pattern? Oh, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just awful. Um, yeah, the other day, a really cool guy told me I was beautiful, and I responded, thank you, I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. That... Standard response to that. For anybody who has, um, I'm not sure it's fortunate or unfortunate, that has Marika as a friend on Facebook. Oh, tread lightly, mate. The Some of the <laughs> posts that she makes <laughs> is very, very cringy. I feel like, and I'm pretty sure this is shared, that you're one of the most unfortunate people on earth. I'm, that's been commented on my posts many times. You can follow me on Twitter at Marika's Comics and you'll hear all these stories. It's a lot of good plugging that we're getting through really early. I can't pronounce your Twitter, Johan, so I'm not even going to try. Um, but there's something that you brought up which I find interesting and that's how that at no point... He was obviously trying a few things, some signals, and none of that was coming through. The arm thing wasn't mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. through. The obviously standing right in front of you, mm-hmm. legs forward thing, the buying you coffee, the watching a cringeworthy DVD with you, literally telling you he likes you. None of that worked. The way I would describe this, Sean, is I'm like flirting like I am with driving a manual car. Okay? In theory, I can absolutely do it. I know all the theory. But when it comes to practical, no. You're having a laugh. I cannot recognize it, and I cannot do it. 
I'm like flirting, like I'm driving a manual car. I once destroyed an engine. <laughs> there was smoke, and it was uncomfortable for me and Mum. What? She was. It was her car, not mine. No, you're using a wrong analogy. Oh God! No, I'd never flirt with my mum. This isn't Alabama. We're from New Zealand. Um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So um, that's it's it's just it's an interesting story, and it says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just broadly <laughs> leave that one for you to decide whether it's a positive or a negative um, adoring audience. Those of you who will become our regular listeners will feel. Please listen to us. We'll start to understand that Marika is a very special individual. Thank, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what, what does that mean, Johan? Tell me what that means. I don't think we we are going to put these guys through a therapy just yet. So the problem with first dates is that, well, we're all in our 20s, right? Yeah. And we spend most of our time bitching about the fact that, oh, nobody goes on dates anymore. <laughs> I don't think New Zealand has a very dating culture, actually. I don't think so. New Zealand New Zealanders don't do dates very well. Yeah, so anyway, um, we bitch about the fact, oh, no one dates. But the reality is that dates are pretty awful. And there's a few reasons for why they're awful. And I want to pose these to you and see what your reactions are. The first is that, realistically speaking, a date is just a job interview and who here really likes going on job interviews right they're awful i think i think i like first dates less than job interviews exactly you have to talk about oh so tell me about your family what do you like i just i no yeah it just seems so forced i'd rather you know meet someone organically and and sort of have things happen naturally rather than just go out for coffee and and then watch stand-up comedy together, and um, and then never see each other again. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and there's all these little rules uh, with how you can respond. Oh, I don't want to... That joke that I was about to tell might be slightly too sexual. She'll get put off by that. Or I can't tell that story because she'll think I'm a little bit... Uh, or I have to answer it this way and that way. And there seems to be a million different rules with how to answer this. Well, the thing is, I'm like I'm very comfortable with who I am now. Um, and I am straight up crazy, I think. And I, Yes, you are. <laughs> I went on a, a first date recently. And I was very open about who I, who I was and telling puns and, and you know just being what I like and um and I don't think that a lot of people really do that and actually when we got into the car after the date had ended and he was driving me home and I started shivering because it was so cold and he said to me this is the coolest you've been all night ouch (laughs) that hurts I wasn't even mad dad joke (laughs) yeah that's that's just a keeper there but you know what I mean (laughs) Johan basically a date effectively is what job interviews are you have to you go on all these shitty job interviews in the hope that maybe you'll get a good job afterwards to me that's what first dates well, are They're the horrible experiences you have to endure rather than enjoy not necessarily okay so uh marika probably knows this already but i have a three date rule okay what yes, is I it i do know that yeah yeah so in 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 my in the way that i've looked at it these days is that uh, date one is literally the coffee date. That that that's about it. Yeah. And so and you, what's the coffee date? Break you, it down for us. Literally, you go and you have coffee, and then you just chat about you know your interests, what you're up to in life, 
that kind of you know general surface level things. Marika wants to say something. So the coffee thing is a date. It yeah. is sure, and but it, it is a date. It is. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. How many dates have you not known you've been on? I don't know. Well, actually, and, I don't know. I don't know. And to be honest, this guy invited me to catch up over coffee the other day. I'm pretty sure that wasn't a date. That, there's a that, fine that, line. There's that, a fine that's line. That's the point. See, that's the point of the first date. That that's the, that. Well, my first, my version of a first date is that that coffee date. There's it's low commitment. Yeah, and then you there's can, ambiguity. You can talk about you know uh, surface level things that you that know everybody else will know about you already, and you yeah. don't have to delve any deeper. The second date is where it kind of starts. You know, you go out, you do stuff, you have dinner, and then you go through all these activities. And then you kind of all get, of the activities, all, activities. All, all of the activities, so much more room for activities, right? And then the third date is kind of when you basically really kind of sit down and say, "Do we want it to go any further than this, yeah. or do we cut off and just you know be friends or strangers or whatever?" Sorry, I'm just imagining me going on a third date and then him being like, "Should we go?" And I'm like, "No, we're done," because <laughs> I've probably done that. Let's be honest. Sure, but that's that's a clean cut, though, right? Mm. It's 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 there's no ambiguity about this. Everybody's on the same page, and we're thinking like adults. Exactly. So that that's my three date rule. That's a pretty good rule. Um, another reason that I think first dates suck is that you never really get what you want. What do you mean? Well, with a podcast named like our one, you're probably both thinking I'm thinking about sex, but the reality is it's food. <laughs> you never get to Sorry. you never get to eat what you want no. because you cannot order ribs on a first date no matter how much you want to eat them because you have to eat something that you don't look bad eating and it's awful this is why you go for brunch I on just want to eat ribs all the time no, no, you go for brunch on a first date alright America first of all I love ribs and that would be an amazing first date it would. Second of all, I do actually understand what you mean because I went out for a first date and um, I ordered the pizza and then I was like, oh no, I shouldn't have ordered that because pizza is my favorite food to the point where I don't ever get it because I yeah. can just finish a whole one by myself. And it took so much self-restraint to not... I left a piece. I was like, oh, I'm not going to finish it. I'm so full. I could have eaten that piece. I took it home. Why would you even want to do that? I, I don't understand it. If, if the... Po- Okay. This was a family-sized pizza, Johan. You're For one going person? on yep. a Family date. of one? That you're going on a date? Yeah. This is somebody that you fancy to a relative degree that you would go on a date with them. Uh, yeah, I was on the date with them. Obviously, right? We've got that far. Right, so you've gotten this <laughs> far. Why would you not want to basically show all of your character? Okay, well, I did say that I'm comfortable with myself now, but this was, this was back when I was 19. Right, okay, yeah. so that's a different, slightly and, different story there. Yeah. And let's just be honest, no matter how old you get, you're still thinking about a couple things, which is whatever you're eating shouldn't be too messy. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Don't wear white after Labor Day. I um, would never, never get spaghetti bolognese on a date. No. Ever. And don't order seafood chowder. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> and also, I guess this is more of a female thing than a male thing. Mm-hmm. Like, with the date, I don't know how relevant this is in 2016, but there's sort of the expectation that the guy's going to pick up the check, right? 
And does that go into your head at all? Like, you don't want to order everything on the menu because if he's paying for it, you kind of feel bad? Oh, I mean, I don't know how other people think, but I, I, I always think that it will go 50-50 and if he offers to pay, that's fine. Personally, I think the person who asked the other person out should pay for the date. If I asked a guy out, which of course I've done like thousands of times, um, if I asked the guy out and I take him out for dinner, then I would expect to pay. And if he really wants to, that's, that's lovely. I asked him out. I pay. Yeah. So um, I went out on a date a little while ago with this great friend of mine now. Yeah. Oh. Um, and Aww. We, Shut up. We decided that we, well, I told her that you should meet me at um, Elliot Stables. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what I had completely forgotten that Elliot Stables on a Friday night is so jam-packed that you have to either show up very early or very late. And yeah. so we walked through Elliot's tables and couldn't find a table anywhere. And um, I had, like, not budgeted for this, but we decided to go to another restaurant. It was slightly expensive. Yeah. But I, I paid for everything still because I was like, why not? Yeah. Because, A, it's, you know, I, I, I asked her out. Mm-hmm. And, B... Um, Chivalry counts. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, the thing is, is that the way I look at it is that this first date is basically like... An audition? It's an investment. Okay. It's an investment into a That's potential... That's really romantic right there. <laughs> if anyone can see my face right now, I've just scrunched it right up. Like, ladies, single file. It's an investment <laughs> into a potential future. That's so romantic. Oh, Marry me. Mm. I need to see some good dividends out of this bond deal. <laughs> no, no. Look, listen, hear me out. Hear me if out. If you could see yeah. us, yeah, America fair. and I are just <laughs> not <laughs> taking this seriously. Fair enough. I'll hear you out, Johan. I'll hear you out. out. I'm willing to fork over however much money to figure out somebody. Um, because. The... No, no. Listen to me. Because. Just go shoot, dance, go, go. <laughs> what is happening? Okay, sorry. Why Clef Sean's perfect gentleman. <laughs> Story about a lady of the night. So I'm a journalist by trade, right? So I am fairly good at asking questions. I'm very, I'm fairly good at picking up on signs and figuring somebody out. What is that like? I wish I knew. It's a little bit weird, uh, but I can usually get. I can usually understand how somebody kind of works within half an hour. Okay. Which is teach me your ways, sensei. But my point being that if I go on a date with somebody and I take her to a Really, it doesn't matter. Really, it's cheap place or a real expensive place. The whole point is because we're there at a setting and we're talking to each other, right? Okay, I'm so, kind of with you, but I'm also not. I want to hear the end of this. Okay, my reasoning is is that if I figure them out to the point where I could potentially see this going a long ways away, then what's a dinner in the grand scheme of things? Okay, it wouldn't matter. I guess th- oh, that's a great point. I like it. I feel like here's another way of saying that one. You know why I don't mind paying for dinner? Because what's a dinner in the grand scheme of things? <laughs> I mean, that's the shorter version that didn't require the Tolkien-esque meander through Tom Bombadil land for any nerdy people out there. Um, you realize I'm an English lit major and my entire university was spent trying to flesh out a 500-word essay into 2000? You definitely got an A-plus on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Number three. Number three, go I, on. I can't believe it's taken this long to get to number three. The problem with first dates is you never know where they're going. I'll tell you why. Number one, you've probably been... You, you know them for three reasons. Mm-hmm. One, you've been set up by a mutual friend. Two, you've been set up by the internet. Three, you know them kind of, and then yeah, and you don't know them too well that they've become a friend, so you ask them out. So there's so much ambiguity there. What do you like? The first date is happening. What happens if it goes really well? Can you escalate it right there or there? Do you have to wait? Do you have to not seem too keen? Like there's so many different things that play on people while they're in them. Partially because they haven't built a relationship with the person that they're on the date with yet. As my friend Raul would say, just go for it. All right. Yeah, I'm sort of like, you're all in or you're all out, right? Like, if you like the person, just go for it. And if you're not really feeling it, then why why bother? Why waste both your time? Mind you, I've never been the type of person to just go and randomly start making out with somebody. So I'm a little bit conflicted in which... My approach would be to say, hey, I really liked hanging out with you this entire evening. I'd love to take you out for a coffee. And then that would, that would be it. You that know? makes me so uncomfortable hearing it's, that. Yeah, you know I, I, I felt like he just asked the entire room out and I don't know what to do. No, the thing, yeah, well, the thing is, if someone was like, I had a really good time with you, I'd probably make a stupid face and be like, nah. <laughs> that's You missed the face. That's fine. We'll take a picture of it sometime. We'll take a picture of we'll it. Put it up on Facebook and Twitter. It's a beautiful face. We do. We already have a very interesting photo of you mid laugh. You say "and" as if there's not multiple. Yeah, true. There are there are multiple, but this is the one that I found to be most uh, interesting. Okay, great point. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's number four? The, the remembering friends. This is a podcast. It's an audio channel. Uh, there's no visual aids. Um, okay, number four is it's. Uh, the thing about first dates is they're just the worst goodbyes on earth. <laughs> worst for, hellos if you do a handshake. Well, yeah, and s- similarly, for the same reason, what's <laughs> the play here? You know, you've just had your awkward exchange, your little job interview with brunch attached to it. Do you give them a hug now? Do you go in for the kiss? Are they getting their firm handshake? Or- kiss on the cheek. You know... Uh- I think it depends. I, th- I mean, obviously, it's it's a case by case basis. I I would probably I would probably be okay, in a in a general scheme of things, for a hug. I think a hug is okay. Yeah. Um, the first kiss, I think that just to, I tell them at the start of the day, I'm like, I don't I don't do first kisses. They're so uncomfortable, and then we don't kiss, and that's fine. Well, there you go. I'd say that. <laughs> what if you're What if you're already all over each other by the end of the first date? What do you mean? Like you're already. You know, slipped out of the cafe and then quietly making your way down the beach where you just jump each other. Not my style, Johan. Anyway, I guess the problem with it all is because, as we've just illustrated, everyone is so different. Mm -hmm. If you're in a first date, you don't really know that other person. So you don't know what's acceptable to them or if what you're saying is putting them off. It's just, it's uncertainty. It's shitty, awkward conversations. It's usually shitty food because if you're gonna pay for the whole thing they're not getting the a plus unless you're johan making your solid <laughs> investment, investment. <laughs> for crying out loud you know hey, i mean hey you know what 
food alley is cheap and it's still great. Yeah. You know what? Holla, yeah. I'll holla at you. Hey, Sean's date. I'll let you upsize to those medium-sized chips. That's a winning strategy. But I guess the point is, first <laughs> dates suck. But sometimes, the, I mean, you know, if you get through them, sometimes you find gold. Well, personally, I think, at least my successful relationships, they've, like I said, grown organically. And um, I haven't been on an official first date with them because they've been friends first. And as you well know, I'm terrible at dates. I'm terrible yeah. at dates, and I don't think anything good can come from me. No. When was the, when was the last time you went on a date? Uh, honestly, a couple of weeks ago. How was that? It it was it was really nice actually. He was really really sweet. He was really nice. So it was actually so. This is one of those odd ten percent odd ones out, is it? Well, yeah, no. Well, I, I think we'd known each other a bit first, and then and then we started chatting. And he was really sweet, but uh, and he asked me up again. But so you're one of those people who would prefer to have uh, a first date after you've known them as a friend first. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's actually quite a good conversation to have in another podcast. Is how to move dating with friends is a difficult one dating with friends is a difficult one actually how to move out of the friend zone don't yeah. like that term friend zone it's a it's it's a zone it exists it exists it exists this this is okay so just it because exists, he lives it oh my feminist is coming out just because i'm a guy doesn't mean that this is male exclusive friend zone can apply to any person of any gender oh yeah definitely I just don't think you should go into any sort of relationship or friendship expecting sex. But something that you said um, reminded me of what I guess was a date. Uh, and, and it would have been our first date if I had known it was a date. You didn't realize you were on a date either. Well, yeah, there's a shared experience Oh, here. my goodness. It happens to other people. Tell us. Tell us what happened. Well, yeah. Um, and I guess I'm just, in this respect, um, you know, without ruining anything, a little bit like the male version of you, but slightly different. Um, <laughs> not as special. Um, I'm great. Yeah, like a shining star. So I was going to this conference, and it was out of Auckland. It was in Palmerston North, so it's an eight-hour drive, mm-hmm. which is pretty rough. It's a, it's a long drive. I was there with my thoughts and my radio, <laughs> so it was a painfully long drive, but I got where I needed to get, uh, and it was about 10 in the morning by the time I arrived, and I spent the entire day in this conference. Mm-hmm. It's mind-numbingly painful. So what you do at the end of all of these conferences is you go for a drink. And in Palmerston North, one drink means many drinks. So uh, we were there, and we met some locals who uh, very kindly offered to take us clubbing, or their version of clubbing, which is a bar that plays music. So as the night went on, more and more people filtered out, and there was... Me and maybe three other people left. Um, I'm a bit hazy on all of their names, but the girl with the red dress, um, her and I mutually decided that, I don't know, we were tired, the night was going to end. Well, at least that's what I was thinking. I'm not going to assume that's what she was thinking, but she seemed tired too because she walked with me. Okay. And so as we were walking along, we're talking about something. I'm not sure what. And I was thinking to myself, huh, this is interesting. She must live where I live. <gasps> yeah. So as oh I'm like, it's, it's weird. She's a local, but she's in this hotel too. 
And so she walked into the hotel with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having this really good chat. Barely noticed. Um, and then we got to my room, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Um, maybe she needs something, and I'll just <laughs> open the door, I guess." Maybe she's staying in the same room as me. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? What is wrong with you? Palmerston North. It's a crazy place. Um, But anyway, she asked, um, could I use the toilet? And I thought to myself, ah, that's why you're here, to use the toilet. And I said, sure, use it away. I have things I need to do. So I unpacked my bag. Um, Yes. I'm just I'm, I'm just amazed at this. Okay, keep going. Keep yeah, going. so I started unpacking my bag, and I thought, all right, I'm tired. I'm going to get ready for bed. So I got changed, jump into bed. If I'm being completely honest, forgot she was there because she was in the toilet for a very long time. Um, I don't know what. Maybe looking at the Don't mirror. make guesses. Like, uh, she was in the bathroom, and that's it. Yeah, she was in the bathroom. So she eventually came out, and I was like, oh, right. Red dress is here. Um, I knew her name at the time. And um, <laughs> are, you, are, are you sure about that? No. I, I am not sure about that. So this is speaking to his state of mind at this point. Yeah. So um, so I thought, yeah, all right. I should acknowledge the fact she's here. And I said, hello. As you do. And she said, ah, you're in bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go have a sleep now. But it's been lovely. And she said, oh, Okay, then. And I said, well, good night. And then she seemed a little annoyed, which is weird, because I thought it was a good night, and I was being perfectly pleasant. So she left. And the next day, I had had a good sleep. The story just keeps going. Yeah, I know, right? The next day, I'd had a good sleep, and I I bumped into her, and I was like, hey, Red Dress, her actual name. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, such a good, uh, such a good night last night. Uh, shame I got so tired. Do you want to go for a drink later? And she said, "No, obviously I don't." And I thought, "Well, why not? We hit it off so well last night." Oh, good God! Oh, and she's God. like, "Well, we both knew why we were there." And I said, "Well, I was there because I was tired, tired, and I guess you were there because of poor bladder control, right?" <laughs> 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 And, yeah, well, it dawned on me at that moment that, no, that is not why she was in my room. She was in my room for some tender love and care, for some sexy times. And I was completely oblivious to the fact that she wanted a piece of Sean that night. And and so my face obviously turned red immediately and i got a wave of embarrassment when i realized she was in my room for some sex and i didn't acknowledge that and so she obviously was not keen at this point and i thought all right we'll never see each other again she's from palmerston north i'm from auckland you only bump into each other at a conference one time right well as fate would have it one time was 18 times and we didn't just bump into each other. At one point, we were paired up together in a workshop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Sean. Yeah, yeah. So, not my finest moment. Not even nearly. Nope. So, yeah, that happened. Johan is beside himself. And the thing is, like, I say that happened like it might be like a fun story that didn't happen. But <laughs> but the worst bit about it is it did happen. That actually happened to me 
And I lived through that. I think that's, yeah, well, I mean, that's the podcast, isn't it? All these stories. They sound funny, but you've got to remember they did happen. And I mean, as long as you guys. people and real events. We have feelings. We're not just voices. There are people (laughs) at the end of these voices. And these things hurt. But as long as you're laughing or learning or, you know. Something. Or something, you know, we're happy for you to listen and we're happy to tell these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point and laugh. People just point and laugh. Point and laugh at Sean. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Holy shit, that was bad. How? I like seriously. I I mean, I've heard this. That's um, not exactly what happened. So you know, you've told me this story once or twice. Yeah, I think, once or twice. In, in a in a in a blue moon ago, mm. and I mean, this is what second or third time you've really told the story yeah but i don't like to think about it to be honest <laughs> i can i can understand why mm-hmm. um what happened well i'll tell you what didn't happen <laughs> we know what didn't, <laughs> we happen. Know what didn't happen happily ever after didn't it's, happen it's like what happened to your brain did you suddenly just <laughs> lose it in the middle of were you just that, were you just that tired well yeah, that night I was that tired, and if I'm being honest, I'm just one of those people that needs things to be obvious for them. The fact that she walked with me, in my mind, meant she was going the same way as me. The fact that she walked into the hotel room, at no, I just thought it was strange that she had a hotel room considering she was a local, but I thought, eh, we're having a fine enough conversation, so I'll focus on that. I'm not one to judge where you stay. Yeah, I mean, who knows what the housing situation is like in Palmerston North. Hopefully maybe, better than Auckland. Hopefully, good, but good who knows, God. maybe everyone's living in hotels. And when she got off at my floor, I thought, well, that's a coincidence. She's on my floor. That is honestly what I was thinking. When she stayed right by the room, I thought, ah, this is weird. But I don't know what she wants. I may as well be polite and let her in. Purely, that was my mental state. It's a dumb one. It, it was a horrifically dumb one. It was idiocy at its finest. Um, the next day when it happened and I realized what happened, it was a painful embarrassment. Can I just say to mm. our listeners that uh, later on in the series, we're going to have an episode on flirting <laughs> and pickup lines. And, uh, and, and and a bit about picking up on signals. Which I think would be helpful for all of us, not just you. Um, so maybe this, we'll learn something. As I was saying, this is a very clear case of an individual picking up on nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. I think this is an indication that we're not going to be much help in the advice column. No, please do not take what we say as advice because your lives will end up like ours. Oh, I've got a great life. You sound so sad, Sean. It's <laughs> only... <laughs> yeah, anyway, I think... Anyway. Anyway, guys, um, do we have any ideas around what you guys think makes really bad dates? You know what? Actually, to be honest, why don't we leave that to our potential listeners? Um if you guys have any stories of bad dates, f- good dates, even great dates, please send flick us a message on our Facebook link or Twitter or however you find your way to contacting us. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Um, and if you have any questions for us, I know it's early, but we would be more than happy to take them. 
we really value uh, your contribution to all this. So if you have any questions for any of the hosts or you want to know more about a story or uh, you want to call us out on our bullshit, <laughs> please do. Uh, if you have any embarrassing stories yourself, um, please just tell us so that I can relate to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good contribution there, team. Thank you. <laughs> and we're also looking for people who would like to come on and tell their stories potentially yeah. in the future. That would be awesome. So if you have something you think that you'd like the rest of New Zealand to know, flick us a message. Or even wider than that. We're not only uh, broadcasting to New Zealand, but uh, reaching out everywhere uh, through the World Podcast Network. So if you have a story that you'd like to send us via email or um, tell it through Skype, just let us know. Or even come into the studio. Yeah, if you want to get a plane ticket to New Zealand, sweet. I mean, I'm not going to pay for it, but you can come here. I can recommend at least two good cafes. Actually, I have a good story about going overseas to see a guy. Okay. We're going to have to do that one at a later date. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, um, everyone, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. This is Johan. Uh, this is Sean. And Marika. Thanks for staying with us. And we'll see you next time. This podcast was produced thanks to the support of our partners at thespeakeasy.co.nz, an entertainment website showcasing the best New Zealand has to offer. Also, thanks to Podcast NZ Network, Podcast Jungle, and our executive producer, Paul Spain. Music editor, Craig Moody. Production editor, Johan Chang. And hosts, Marika Jackson and Sean Moody. We cool.